Welcome back to the Two Peas in a Pod Racer podcast. I almost messed it up again. <laughs> um, we skipped the last two weeks because unfortunately I tested positive for COVID. It got real complicated, but now we're back. Um, even though today is Thursday again, it's actually exactly two weeks <laughs> since the last episode. Yeah, because we last uh, last week we or two weeks ago we went over the finale Boba Fett. So, yeah. so we're back now. We have a whole planned out today, which will be super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, so there are things that we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna go over the Kenobi show and the news regarding that. There's a lot of cool spoilers slash theories slash you know not really sure just kind of seeing what's happening and a lot of different news companies coming out with their takes from you know lucasfilm on what's going to be going on um so we're going to go through that um talk about their uh, lucasfilm coming out with uh, their desire to produce a post-sequel trilogy about recreating the jedi order and how that's going to go down what options are available you know things like that um also, we're just going to briefly go through Lego Star Wars and what the expectations are. I mean, there's been a lot of news, right? So the expectations shouldn't be too drastic because, you know, we already know most of what's going to come out with yeah. that. But it should be coming out soon, and I'm very excited. It's going to be very fun. It's going to be super, super fun. And then uh, we're going to go through some questions that uh, Nathan, the uh, the Star Wars noob, has uh, <laughs> has developed, you know. So that way you guys can, can have some inf- informative star wars experience at the end so that way we can all learn some more so perfect yeah yeah sounds good so we'll we'll start with um with just the kenobi show we'll go into the kenobi show yeah so some news regarding the kenobi show is uh announcements actually shouldn't say announcements because they have not been announced but almost confirmed by multiple sources that um Liam Neeson and uh, Ian McDermott are coming back as uh, Qui-Gon and Palpatine. Hey, that's going to be cool. Um, now, we don't know if Palpatine's going to be coming back in Kenobi. or I mean, it seems that way, but he could be coming back for other things. Mm-hmm. They suck a show and or, you know, the whole the whole shebang. But um, Liam Neeson's supposed to be coming back, and that'd be really cool because, you know, there's a whole... The whole reason Obi-Wan's in exile is because Yoda gave him that homework at the end of, the, end of Revenge of the Sith saying, you know... Your, your old master has found life after death with uh, within the force. And that's where Obi-Wan learned how to communicate with Luke during the trench run. And, yeah. You know, I mean, it's probably the most second, outside of Vader turning, or Anakin turning to Vader and Luke saving him, it's probably the most important thing that happened in all of Star Wars was Obi-Wan figuring out with Qui-Gon and Yoda how to communicate from the dead. Yeah. Because without that, we don't get Luke, we don't get... <laughs> You don't get anything. We don't get Leia. Yeah, we don't get Vader. We don't get Vader's, you know, so. Yeah, I think that the show, it's going to be such a, such a good show. Well, I really, really hope it is a really good show. I mean, it's hard. It should be hard to mess up. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like Especially so many people. old characters yeah. and it's about force users. I think that's the biggest, I think that's what Boba Fett was lacking, honestly, looking back on it. I mean, it, it was a good show for what it was. I mean, I've read and learned about a lot of different, you know, Westerns and how they make it in different shooters and what they were where they went wrong tactically in making the show and you know how boba wasn't really himself and you know that's all fair and good but i think uh i think mandalorian felt the same way until ahsoka and luke arrived yeah and i think that's what sh- uh took the shadow away from boba fett in the show was the two random episodes with luke who everyone just loves i mean the force is what makes star wars the lightsabers is what makes star mm-hmm. wars uh good and wrong um and the connection to something deeper than just regular humanity. Because, you know, honestly, if you're watching Boba Fett for a Western, there's a lot better Westerns that have been made. Yeah. And no hate to Robert Rodriguez, but, I mean, just wasn't delivering in that sense. Now, what it did for Boba Fett, you could like it, you can hate it. Not really here for that, but... Um, how that connects to Kenobi, I think a lot of people are nervous. Are they going to ruin the canon? Are they going to ruin, you know... The future of Star Wars and the, or, and the past lot. of Star Wars. There's a lot on the line. There is, because with Boba Fett, he's so mysterious, we knew nothing about him. There's not much to mess up with Boba Fett. With Obi-Wan and Anakin and Ahsoka and, um, you know, Palpatine. There's Luke and Leia. And I forgot to mention, too, Luke and Leia are rumored to be in the show. Oh, they've nice. casted young Luke and young Leia to be in the show, and... 
one of the, apparently in these spoilers so if you don't want to hear you can totally skip ahead but <laughs> um in the future or i guess when they when they do drop the kenobi show apparently one of the arcs is going to be about uh obi-wan rescuing princess leia who's kind of turning into her rebellious teenager self and what turned her into this rebellious princess that we see in a uh, new hope and i think yeah. that's the one of the coolest oh parts gosh, of the kenobi show to be awesome. cool is, is kind of the develop because we see the development of luke skywalker we don't know how leia gets to be where she is and i think that'd be really cool to see to see the, the, the her character develop into absolutely yeah and so uh that should be really interesting um you know and the other big rumors the inquisitors they're going to be a part of this show and a pretty heavy part of this show is going to be at least in the first three episodes about everyone fighting off inquisitors meeting the grand inquisitor who was a fallen jedi who turned and I mean, they may not be Sith, but man, there there there's some tough, tough there's some tough battles for sure. And that'll be. And I think I think that's a lot of what Mandalorian and Boba Fett were missing was that the force wielding, but also like the action too. Uh, I mean, more like the. It's not the action. I think insofar as uh like the it didn't look cool, but I think the yeah, action yeah. in the power levels. Yeah. Because I, I don't think the Disney. I think that's where Disney's really messed up is the power levels. Mm. Like, Boba Fett is supposed to be the most dangerous guy in the galaxy. Why is he not just using f- the fire spray ship and destroying this? I mean, it should not be hard to destroy the pikes like that. Yeah. You know? Cad Bane, totally disagree. I mean, to- pa- that should have been a tough battle. Cad Bane's legit. Um, but I think Disney really needs to make, like, Obi-Wan slice through the... the like, they should... The, the early, like, the middle to low tier Inquisitors, he should slice through like it's nothing. Like, Obi-Wan's the, uh, damn near... I mean, he's not, but he, he, he could make a running if the Jedi Order stood to be the Grand Master once Yoda was gone, you know, yeah. type of stuff. And, like, he, he should have tore, he should tear down these low levels. I mean, the Grand Inquisitor should be a little bit of a challenge, even though he's not really on his level. You know, Obi-Wan's le- t- level right now, I mean, he went toe-to-toe and technically, I mean, although it was his own doing, be Anakin. Yeah. And yes, he knows Anakin a lot better. I mean, he, it was more of a tactical win than it was a power level win, but... I mean, Obi-Wan beat Grievous. Oh, yeah, that was... That the was only so people, person we've ever seen Obi-Wan lose to is Dooku. And Dooku was a, a, a tier below Anakin's power level. And even Anakin lost to him the first time, even though he's still a kid. So, like, Obi-Wan's, like, if Anakin and Luke are S-tier and Palpatine are all S-tier in terms of power, Obi-Wan's right below that. So these little B, C, D tier Inquisitors, I mean, they shouldn't be too hard to kill. I mean, the Grand Inquisitor should probably be C tier in terms of power. Boba Fett's probably a C tier power character, but the Pikes are probably like F tier. Yeah. So it shouldn't have been too difficult. You yeah, know? They, they definitely, I think they just wanted to show him struggle, but it didn't really align to... Yeah, the, if you're going to show someone struggle, it has to make sense. Yeah, exactly. You have to bring an equal level of, you know... Struggle. Of, like yeah. of the count, this is the balance, right? If yeah. you're so powerful... Bringing a little flea, like, it's like saying, like, Thor is getting attacked by, like, a sect of the U.S. military. Thor's gonna wipe them. Yeah. Thor's got lightning in Mjolnir. Like, he's gonna go stupid, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, um, I just, I don't think that they get, like, when you don't bring villains that are compelling for the level of power your protagonist has, it's, it's really difficult to make a case for that to be, like grab your you know grab your attention mm-hmm. i think they really need to show obi-wan like they need to show him just slicing through these inquisitors like it's nothing like he's just some like like he's been practicing in the desert his forms and like he's just absolutely nuts like he's gotten he's gone so stir crazy trying to make sure he takes care of luke or something like that along those lines where he's just absolutely demolishing these inquisitors and that's why vader has to come in yeah and i think that's where they're headed because obviously they announced that they're, you know vader will be coming back and and all that good stuff and so i really think that it's important for them to really nail that aspect of showing you know like this isn't some weak ass old man like this is i mean they kind of made boba fett feel that way i agree no i agree i think that well my hope is that maybe the seasons to come his character slowly gets developed and blah 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 but even i feel like he should i mean boba was ruthless he was like he was the reason i mean if he wasn't that way vader would have never hired him Mm -hmm. and that's what kind of bothered me was like it made him seem like and like and he even said his old age you've gone soft and it's like 
That's fine, but when he needs to be badass, he needs to be badass. And like he was, don't get me wrong. There was I mean riding the Rancor was absolutely fire. But they didn't show it. And so like they didn't show him they didn't show the only time they even got close was with those Scorponek droids. Oh yeah. And that made me think, okay, like he's he he's got something left, but I just wanna see Prime Vader be prime I mean when they showed Prime Vader in uh, in Rogue One on that ship just slicing through the rebels like oh, yeah. like they were just little like pieces of chicken like it was it's like they're nothing he's holding one up with the force slicing through the, I mean that's that's what Star Wars is that's what people come to see that's what sells tickets watching we'll get through we we'll get we'll get to the sequels later but <laughs> <laughs> watching Kylo struggle to fight Rey no matter if she's a Palpatine or not, bro, like, I don't care. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's just a hard, a hard sell. Because they don't have the power levels right. I think that's the, Disney doesn't understand that right now. And the only one who understands that is Dave. Dave's the only one who gets it in terms of power. I mean, maybe John too. John a little bit for sure. I think John gets it too. But, so yeah, my expectations for the Kenobi show for it to bang, absolutely slap, things to be great. There might be some issues. It's never really issue free in Star Wars. It seems like to this day you can never please everybody, but you know, I'm just hoping there's compelling villains, a good story for Obi Wan, and 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 building the villains. world of building the New Hope because you go into a New Hope and you so you go from Revenge of the Sith to a New Hope and you have Anakin's all of a sudden just this ruthless evil man, which you see him turn into at the end, but you don't see the the lows he goes to afterwards. Yeah. You just see him, now he's just all of a sudden, like, you know, he's just the boss. And you, I want to see him work his way back up mm-hmm. towards where he can control his anger and hate to become the, like, the badass Seth Lord that he becomes. And, um, I expect to see Obi-Wan's character developed. I expect it. I want to see why the characters are where they at in the New Hope. Yeah. I think, I don't care how they get there, if it's, as long as it's compelling. As long as the villains match the protagonist mm-hmm. and the protagonist goes through something meaningful. Yeah, that's all I, I, know, care, I That's all I care about. Like, just, like that arc of Boba Fett episode 2 where he's with the sand people going through all... I mean, that's touching. Yeah. That, that was, was really, really good, good stuff. Was really that good. was really good stuff. And so I really think that, uh, that they need to really focus on building the hype of the villains while... You know, giving us the gut wrenching yeah. feels of Obi Wan, and I and, think it, that's the one and the one thing I want, just as a little, uh, as a little, <laughs> you know, just the fan service. I want to see some throw and Anakin, Hayden Christensen, throwback to the Clone Wars type stuff. Oh, that'd be him sweet. back using that lightsaber, doing his thing, you know. So yeah, that and that's kind of my expectations for the Kenobi show. It should bang. I mean, you know, the Star Wars fans are half of them are all the sequel fans will either think it's great because it's setting up the sequels, or absolutely hate it because it's nothing to do with it. Um, and then uh, everyone else should just keep an open mind because right now I think it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. So the uh, next topic we're going into is uh, Lucasfilm has announced that, uh, or I guess I shouldn't, I keep saying they have announced, like they've come up with some announcement. They have not, but there's heavy rumors and <laughs> there's a lot of speculation that they're going to announce it within the next couple of years, or at least the next year or two. Um, a post-sequel trilogy featuring the characters of Rey, Finn, Kylo Ren, bringing back Ben Solo from the dead, you know, type stuff, and, you know, uh, and I was just kind of hoping to go through with you, you know, some of the uh, yeah. possible ideas that they could have, and, like, how we could make that work. You know, a lot of people are going to hate it. <laughs> a lot of people are going to hate that, because, every, I mean, it's like seven, 70% of the people absolutely despise the sequels and 30% of people ride for it so hard that you know they'll it's just a, they'll a turn huge the gap between the people too it's really it's really divisive it's yeah, extremely divisive in terms of you know what the whole point of it was I mean to me as a you know an unbiased fan rooting for Star Wars's prosperity the best thing I could say was it was a good way to make their money back. <laughs> That's all I really felt like. Yeah. They used it at Galaxy's Edge, and I can't lie, I loved it at Galaxy's Edge. I thought it was super immersive. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was fun. I thought it was mm-hmm. everything that Star Wars is. 
it made it it honestly made me feel like that um it all it honestly made me want to watch the sequels again but then i remember it's terrible and it's like, damn, I wish those were, like, a compelling story because, like... You're like, oh my gosh, I wish they were good. Yeah, because this, this, this is, I mean, I had a great... Even talking to Ray in Galaxy's Edge, talking to Chewie, I mean, I really loved it. And I had to keep reminding myself, those movies are, those movies suck. Yeah. Force Awakens, solid. I had my issues with the power... If... I had my issues with unoriginality and power levels, but outside of that, thought it was fantastic. The Last Jedi, thought it was a great movie on its own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terrible for Star Wars. Yeah. Luke makes no sense. Zero sense. In any way, shape, or form. It's not even the same character. It's really not the same person. And you can make your arguments, well, every old person, or not even old person, when you grow and you learn, you make mistakes, and whatever the case may be, that's fine. I agree with you. I agree. Most people do learn, too. Most people make mistakes, but not Luke. Luke doesn't make mistakes. I've never seen Luke make a mistake. Even when he makes a mistake, it's a good mistake. Yeah. He learns from it and actually does the better thing. You know what he does in the last Jedi? We learn that he makes a mistake and just compounds on it over and over and over and over again until it's too late. And then all of a sudden everyone's dead. And he's dead. And the only people alive are barely his sister and the small remains of a... Like, it's basically just Empire Strikes Back but reverse. Yeah, that's a good way to... Like, instead of Obi-Wan and Yoda being there to help, you have to convince him to help? Like, on what planet are you going to have to convince Luke Skywalker to help someone? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, there's a good quote from uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 campaign, where, uh, I don't know if you've ever played that, actually. No, I haven't. It's actually a really cool story, which, it's actually a terrible story in terms <laughs> of everything else but Luke stuff. Because it's supposed to be an empire-sided story where you learn about the empire and then the, the protagonist turns to the light side in like five minutes. So it's kind of boring. <laughs> but I guess the only cool thing you do learn is you learn post-episode uh, six about what the empire's plan was, which I thought that was kind of, I thought that yeah, was compelling. That cool. um, but there's all of a sudden there's this little gap where all of a sudden you're Luke Skywalker in this, uh, in this uh, story. And he, there's actually a, an Imperial officer there with him searching for the, these specific uh, artifacts of the Jedi Order. Oh, that's cool. And you think Luke would just be complete dick. You know, like how Anakin would or how, like, Obi-Wan would. And he saves the Imperial officer's life. And he goes, why did you help me? And Luke goes, because you asked. <laughs> And that's the type of person Luke was. Yeah. He was he was everything that Anakin was in the best way and everything Padme was in the best way. He has that that desire to help. Yeah. That desire to be there for others. No matter what the case. He was there for Vader. He was there for, you know, everyone. Yeah, I was going to say he was even he didn't even kill. He didn't Vader. kill Vader, who was uh, uh, literally committed genocide. Yeah. And so, um I think that uh to say that that same person would murder his own family member because he had some teenage feelings of the dark side is kind of like, for real? That guy? Yeah. The same guy. That saved a- That saved an Imperial officer that saved his father who commits genocide because he's afraid. To me, it's, it doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make any sense. And so that's the hard part with me on the sequel trilogy in terms of The Last Jedi. And then The Rise of Skywalker, I don't even have to get into. It's honestly the worst movie <laughs> ever made. I cannot believe someone okayed that. Like, <sighs> at least The Last Jedi, if it was... Like, if you could imagine The Last Jedi was random Star Wars characters, like, let's say in a totally, completely different time and mm -hmm. era, I will really love it. Because we don't know anything about Leia. We don't know anything about Luke. And let's say that's, like, John and, like, I don't know, uh like some random girl's name like uh grace john and grace look they and grace is some crazy force user and john's some crazy force user and that's what they do i believe it i've never met these people before i, I believe that absolutely yeah you know it's just they're using characters that's a, that have already been established. that's a fantastic story and, you, and let's say john throws uh uh doug's lightsaber overboard because he hates him okay cool with me i don't you don't know these characters yeah. you know but when you know the characters and you know their personalities, you know who they are, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And even if it does make sense, you'd hate to see it. 
Yeah. Even let's say that it is like the natural progression of things. I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to watch a realistic story. I'm here to watch someone overcome the realistic things. Because the realistic part of if you meet Darth Vader in person, you don't want to save his life. You want to kill him. He's a Sith Lord. Yeah. That's what people want. People want to eliminate the evil. I mean, people wanted to kill Hitler. Like, that's what happened. I want to learn about the... But the reason that the story of Jesus or the story of, like, I don't even know, other religions is, like, so imperative, imperative is because it, it, it's different than human nature. He beats the flaws of human nature. Mm-hmm. Right? And to me, that's what makes Luke so compelling. And what made Anakin so so heartbreaking is because he was so close, but then he fell. Yeah. He fell to human nature. And I think that's just, honestly, the, the reason why I think everyone's so scared of the post-sequel trilogy is because it's like... I mean, fortunately, you don't have pre-established characters inside of the characters we already hate anyways. I mean, I like Kylo and I like Finn, but I don't like Rey. And I'm not some... Misogynist, I love every character that female Star Wars has ever had to offer outside of Rey. I think that, uh, yeah. even I liked Maz Kanata, I thought she was cool. I just didn't, I, I'll scratch it, I didn't like Rose either. I thought, I don't understand. I, I, it's not that I thought she was, like, whack, I just didn't understand her, uh, idea of the way you win wars is by saving the ones you love and not by, uh, eliminating the uh, enemies. Like, so, how does that supposed to work? I just don't understand it. And if someone explained it to me, maybe I'll understand it, but <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I agree. And so, yeah, I just, uh, some possible ideas of things they could do with it when rebuilding Jedi Order. I think you could find the struggle, and I think that's where they're headed anyways, is the struggle between, um, you know, should Jedi have attachment or should they not have attachment? Because they, whole, they wholeheartedly fell because they were afraid of Anakin turning to the dark side, and they got this love for politics, and so... Yeah. It's all about that, you know. I'm interested in it. I'm not one of those Star Wars fans who hates the sequel so much I don't want to see it made. I really want to see it made. I would like to see things going past... I would like to see Rey and Finn take a role of pushing Star Wars past their own characters. Yeah. I would like to see them as a transitional character, not a main focus character. I think Grogu is the main way to go with it and going past it and developing cool characters that we need to see as kids. That's the biggest thing. That's why I think where Star Wars missed completely in the in the sequel trilogies. We didn't see, we saw them as like late teenagers, but we need to see them as like little little kids, like 10, 9, 10 years old, fall in love with them. I know Luke wasn't that way, but I mean, at least we knew who Luke's dad was. Yeah, like, we saw the kind of related to that too. Like we saw the family. We saw the we saw him growing up. We don't see Rey growing up. We just see her go from some scavenger on some planet to fucking in ten minutes beating a Sith Lord. <laughs> Like, what is that? Oh, my like, God. in the same movie, like, at least Luke was, like, not picking up a lightsaber and yeah, start slashing. Insane. He wasn't slashing people in the first movie. He was he was a gifted pilot, is what we found out. And that's believable. Right? That's a believable progression for someone who's just coming in with the Force. Yeah. I don't want to see... Even you. even the fact that Ray just knows how to use a lightsaber right away. Like, I'm not trying to see some just god squad lady go around and kill everyone in the end. That's what I think will happen. Yeah. Anyways, so... Um, especially because I, I think especially why why it's annoying is you don't feel like she's earned it. Either. No, you don't feel like... Uh, she's earned nothing. And all love to her actress, Daisy Ridley, she's great. All love to everyone who went involved in making it side of the people who thought they were just gonna, you know, do some random shit and go through it. But, um, I think it's still worth it to make it. Because I think if you get the right people in charge, you, if, as long as the right people are in charge, they can make those characters worthwhile, yeah. I think. I'm not a, I'm not a hater. I'm someone who wants to see those characters put to good use because I love those actors. I thought all of the actors were amazing. Even Rose's actress thought she was amazing. Anyone who's given them death threats or talking crap or being trolls online is an absolute just moron. I mean waste of space you gotta you gotta be rooting for star wars rooting for people who want to be involved with star wars even if you don't like it i don't like i wasn't a huge fan of the um what's it called the in boba fett those uh people who got the cybernetic people oh yeah, 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 yeah. i didn't the like power them the power ranger i didn't like them <laughs> do i want their characters to come back absolutely absolutely you know why because i like the actors i think they did great i thought the spin move was unnecessary Totally whack, but <laughs> completely on brand and fun and Star Warsy. Yeah. Completely. 
You're telling me when Obi-Wan and Anakin were just flailing their lightsabers around and not making contact with their swords, that wasn't the most dope thing ever, even though it was probably useless? Yeah. Absolutely. I thought that was it. You're telling me the Ewoks are necessary? <laughs> Hell no. But it's for kids. I think a little kid would look at that spin move and be like, that's tough. And that's yeah. exactly what it's there for. People who hate on that stuff, like, it might be corny, it might be whack, whatever. Grow up. Grow up. It's for kids. It's for adults. It's for everyone. That's the thing. Star Wars is for everyone. Yeah. Just grow up, honestly. And so, um, it's it's fun. Star Wars is supposed to be fun. You may not like it. Whatever. It's not for you, then. <laughs> Does it? The th that's the thing. Find the part of it you like. That's because that's what Star Wars is about. Yeah, um, I agree. So then briefly, we're going to go over Lego Star Wars. It's going to be coming out April, oh, I want to say 6th, but I could that's be wrong. So, that's going to be so sick. It's supposed to be open world. I heard it's not co-op online. Oh, open though. world. I didn't mm -hmm. even know that. Mm -hmm. I, hope, I heard it's not going to be co-op online, which is, let me actually look this up for you. Because I heard it's not, and I believe that's going to be very heartbreaking. Um, yeah, that would, because it'd be super fun to play with. I mean, that'd be a blast. Uh, yeah, I, it's supposed to be amazing, and if not, then it just make me go to, uh, um, my friend's house and play together with them. Uh, according to, it says here, uh, from dorksideofthefource.com, uh, console players won't be able to engage in any kind of multiplayer online experience in the LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Um, however, if you're playing the game through Steam on PC, you, you'll, you can utilize a form of couch co-op, meaning you and someone else can play together as long as you're nearby. Yeah, so, yeah. um, so, I mean, that's, uh, not great news in terms of the game, but, you know, can't really hate the game's gonna be fantastic, I mean, it's still gonna be better than Fall. Uh, hopefully gonna be better than Fallen Order, which was already setting a really high mark as in as a game for me that's been a 10 out of 10 in my lifetime, I think it's been one of the most fun things ever. I'm gonna have the whole. I heard there's gonna be DLC for the Skywalker Saga coming Ooh. out. That's gonna be Mandalorian themed and all oh. spinoffs themed. So, should be on the lookout for that. That'll be so cool. Should be fun, and I hope it kind of you know sets a precedent of you know. There's gonna be a lot of games for Star Wars coming out. And I think it's a really good thing. And I think I hope. I mean, obviously not all of them are gonna hit. That's really unlikely, but you know. Hopefully this sets a benchmark. For I'm very excited for yeah. I'm very excited for the future of Star Wars games. I mean, I feel like. I feel like there has been a couple really good Star Wars games, but I feel like they could well, they, they could be improved too. I love how you say that because there's only been a couple Star Wars games. Yeah, exactly. Like there's only I think there's only been one bad game that's been out for console and now I mean I, I don't even say it's bad cuz it ended up being good. It's just it was bad. I mean both of the Battlefronts were bad at launch. Mm -hmm. One lacked content, the other made the content un completely unreachable. But if you stuck it out, they end up being really fun games. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think Battlefront 2 was objectively better be because of just the content. I, I've heard that Battlefront, I, even though I don't, I played it, I don't really remember. I heard Battlefront 1's engine was better. Um, to me, it doesn't really matter. The engine could be whack. I have fun on Battlefront 2 this day, and the game is almost six years old. I think the whole thing is just, like, playing as characters that you've, like, seen and watched. Playing as Darth Maul is fun. Oh my god. Playing as Obi-Wan. Fun. I have a good time. It's a great time, no matter how unrealistic it, or how unlike the movies it is. No matter getting shoulder charged. I mean, no matter watching Darth Vader die to the shoulder charge of Han Solo. <laughs> no matter how unrealistic that is in the Star Wars game, it's fun because it's a video game, you know. Yeah. So, I think it should be good. I think Lego Star Wars is gonna be great. Hopefully, it builds on the flaws of the previous games while keeping the things that made them so loved. Exactly. And I think it only has. The information's only really got us to got us to believe in it. The best game, the best Star Wars game by far, is the Star Wars game on the Wii, where you got to control a lightsaber. That's not the. That's not on the Wii. What was that on? Dude, that was a game so old. It was on. It was its own console. No way. Mm -hmm. I thought it was on the Wii. No, there. I mean, maybe they came out with it for the Wii later, but it started out on its own console. Oh my gosh, I remember playing. That it was so fun. It was really fun. Oh my god. I really enjoyed that game. I missed the motion sensor like, stuff. I was like six. Motion sensor stuff was so cool. Yeah, like the connect on the Xbox. That, yeah. that shit died so fast, though. So yeah, now we're just going to move to the section of the questions. So. Perfect. Okay. So, one question I asked, because we talked a lot about it throughout mm -hmm. this episode. Um, the power levels. Yeah. The hierarchy of power levels in Star Wars. So, I think the best way to go through it, and honestly, when we start... Uh, doing our YouTube channel will be a lot easier to show, but mm 
is to do, and I'll keep it here for you guys so that way, um, uh, uh is, to, is to do a tier list. Okay. Um, um, let me go through this real quick. Character's power tier list. So in your mind, just imagine, imagine a tier list. Okay, so this is what, uh, people have already made. I, let me see if I agree with this. Um... Okay, so this is like a Jedi tier list, okay. but they don't, it doesn't seem like they have, um, do they have, oh no, they do have assassins. Okay, so they just break it up into basically S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier, D tier, E tier, F, G, okay, so they have a lot more tiers than general, but, um, let's see, create your own ranking, okay, so let's do that. So, the way I started out is you based everything on Anakin and Luke and where they sit because yep. they are the two, and I guess you can do right too, but they are the two guys that really make Star Wars, they're the benchmarks of Star Wars. So Anakin mm -hmm. depends on where in the canon you're looking. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say Anakin has full, so there's full potential, and then which we never get to see, but his I'm going to go based off where we do see and what we do see is he gets to be the ma level of Grandmaster, which he never actually achieves because obviously Yoda's alive, but he get becomes that powerful. Yeah. When he's crazy. fighting Obi-Wan, he has the power levels of Grandmaster. He's not really God. He's I would say he's in the, in the Grandmaster tier level, and there's only one tier above that, which is God tier, which is, you know. Yeah. Which they don't have on here, but which is where I'd put the Dark Dimension Darth Vader. Mm. Um, if you guys know what that we're referring to. So then we go and find the, uh, the goat himself, wherever he is. You can't find him. There's so many characters on this tier list. <laughs> um, Luke Skywalker. And then on top of that, you ha when you think of Luke, you have to go on his highest potential. Yeah. Or not his highest potential, but his highest that we see him reach. And yeah, the highest yeah. we see him reach is in Mandalorian Season 2. And I think he's also on the same level of Anakin where he's Grandmaster tier. Legends Luke, God tier. Uh, and uh, Obi-Wan versus Anakin, they're both Grandmasters tier. And we also see Luke reach the level of Grandmaster. Although it is kind of asterisk, there's no Jedi left. So obviously he has to be the Grandmaster. Yeah. So once you get to that point, you can kind of start filling in the rest. Yep. So they have younger versions of characters, which is interesting. Um, oh, like over time? Mm -hmm. So they have young Anakin here who loses to Dooku. I would personally have younger level Anakin in like low master tier, high knight tier, even though he's technically still a Padawan. I think even then he's at a low master level. I mean, he just has. He went toe to toe. I mean, he he objectively lost, but yeah. he went toe to toe with Dooku for a while, for enough to save his master's life. Um, and uh, then you got um, like Ahsoka. full full form Ahsoka. I would have her. Probably high master tier, right below uh, full form Anakin Definitely. or uh, highest canon Luke and Anakin. What would you put the younger Ahsoka? Which one? Because there's two. Oh yeah, Ahsokas. do the well, do do the second youngest, and then we'll do the youngest after. So the second youngest Ahsoka, I'd probably have her so around, what, like, around what time here. Period would that be too? This is Clone Wars. So this Clone is the end Wars of the Clone Wars, Wars okay. Ahsoka, and the beginning of the Clone Wars Ahsoka. She's obviously like probably a, high, a little higher than Padawan. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't really matter. Like, not much higher than... Yeah. yeah, so then you can go to someone like this. So this is the brother from the Clone Wars arc, mm. and that's where you go god tier. Oh, yeah, that guy's insane. I mean, he's literally living resemblance of the dark side of the Force. He's yeah. god. And the fact that Anakin could handle it, you know, you could make the case for Anakin being in god tier. Yeah. Um, Darth Vader. Now, this is where it gets controversial because darth vader f tier i'm joking no hell no <laughs> i have i have him right below luke and anakin with, oh, okay. with ahsoka with ahsoka maybe you could put ahsoka here but i'm gonna keep her here i'm gonna put her below him though um and i think the reason you do that is just because he's george himself has said he's not the same as he's not the same power level as anakin anakin is 200 percent of palpatine vader's 80% of Palpatine, so, you know, you just gotta do that. Um, let's see who else is relevant to putting on this list. Okay, someone... Well, especially because I, I think... Uh, even the suit prohibits him to... Yeah, absolutely. 
when you look at someone, then you go into a Rey Skywalker, and this is where nobody will, no matter where I put this girl, no one will agree with me, because <laughs> the people who hate her say, are you stupid, and the people who love her, are you stupid? People who love her think I should put her in God tier, because she's this daughter of Palpatine. I don't even think Palpatine's God tier. I put Rey Skywalker, let's see, at Midmaster. Oh. She wouldn't beat Vader. She would not beat Ahsoka. She only beats Palpatine because Palpatine is a, is is a not as a deformed version of himself. She is just above Clone Wars Ahsoka and Padawan Anakin, just above that. I um, agree. I think that's fair. Now this is this is probably the most difficult one, if I can find him in this pile of people, and that is the one and only Count Dooku. If I could find him, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> And I saw this picture earlier, and it had lightning on it. Um, but I can't find it currently. I think... Let's see, let's see. Count Dooku, where are you? Count. What? Where'd he go? Well, you're looking for that. Um, what do you, you see? You, you're excited about the... Uh, have you heard about there might be an Ahsoka show, too? No, there's not might be. It's confirmed. Oh, it's yeah, confirmed. absolutely. Ahsoka I'm is, so excited for that. Ahsoka is one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. Uh, everyone loves Ahsoka. I don't know anyone who doesn't like Ahsoka. I'm so I think she's oh, there's Count Dooku. There's the there's the little dweeb. Uh, Count Dooku. Hmm. <laughs> it's hard. I put him right underneath Vader. He's better than Ahsoka. I think Ahsoka gets worked by Dooku. No, I wouldn't say worked, but it's a close batch. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka loses to Dooku though. Dooku was supposed to be the same level as Anakin, that's why Palpatine chose him, but he was old. Mm. Prime Dooku is apparently damn near Luke Skywalker Anakin tier, but... I love, I, I love Dooku's fighting style, too. A person not many people even consider and or, and or know about is, uh... We just saw him, too, um, wherever he went, is from the show Star Wars Rebels, is the one and only, the Bendu. Mm. I don't know if you remember who that is. I think I do. But the Bendu was an animal on the planet where they... I forget the planet's name. Oh, yes, I remember. That Kanan goes to for guidance. It's a huge thing. And he is God tier. Oh, yeah. He's the living version of the gray side of the Force. So he's like Ahsoka... Like, if if Darth Vader looks up to the brother, Ahsoka looks up to the Bendu or the father. They're very similar. Uh-huh. Yeah, the the father and mother the the episode I think I just watched I just rewatched the, the one episode yeah. too, where they introduce him. So we've only done four seasons so far, so I think it's a, a good point to mark the benchmark for non force users. Yeah, because I think a lot of people get confused on where the non force users fit. Yeah, in terms of power level, I think you have to start. I think although he's not as popular as the others, even though I think he's my favorite, you have to start with Cad Bane. Oh, definitely. And Cad Bane, Cad Bane I mean, he is, was... is mid match. I mean, Cad Bane would have beat Padawan Anakin. He would have beat Padawan definitely. Ahsoka. He would have beat... I think he could even take Rey. I think he could definitely take Rey. I think the only people he can't take are the people in the, the High Masters. I mean, mm-hmm. Cad Bane is that guy. Well, even for the High Masters, I feel like he'd put up a good fight, but there's he wouldn't win. I think for Boba, you got to put him in high, high Knight tier. I think... He's probably losing to any, like, solid Jedi. Mm-hmm. I don't think he can handle a Jedi. Um, but I think, I mean, he's right. I mean, the fact that he's in the, he's basically a high form of the Jedi Knight. I mean, if you go through here and look at these random Je- I mean, Jar Jar Binks is here. Get the F. No, Jar Jar Binks. God tier. Um, <laughs> you look at, like, the Inquisitors, right? Mm-hmm. These are, like, the low-level Inquisitors they send after Ezra and Kanan. I think they're like here. I think you put Kane. Right below Boba Fett. You put Kane. Kanan's interesting because I love him, but he's not that powerful. Yeah. I think you put Kanan like here. Same with Ray. Right, right behind her. I think he's not as powerful as Ray, but I think he's yeah. he's probably more skilled with a saber. Right, 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 yeah. I think you put uh, highest form that we've seen so far, Ezra Bridger. Probably, I'd say, probably here, low master tier. I think he's got a lot of work to do, but you, he's 
when you see him fully start to come into his own, he's like he's 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 ridiculous. He, he oh, yeah. he's got it. You got a Darth Maul, and this is where it gets interesting because Darth Maul is like right there. I think. No, I would totally agree. Like he's not as powerful as people think, but his he, hatred yeah makes him so resistant. He looks so much powerful than he actually is. I'd say so. I think yeah. I think that's a, actually a really good spot for him because yeah. Ahsoka beats him. Even this Ahsoka beats him. So it's hard to really. I mean, honestly, if this Ahsoka beats him, it's hard to put him up here. But I think he wasn't in his right mind. So I'm, uh, I'm gonna yeah, give yeah, him yeah. a slot. It was more like in a. Like, and by this Ahsoka, I mean if yeah. if uh, Clone Wars Ahsoka beats Maul, I think Rebels Ahsoka is easily demolishing Maul. So I'm gonna put him right behind. I think Maul would lose to Cad Bane. Maybe. Maybe I put him above Cad Bane. Maybe I'll put him here. Yeah, I think Maul yeah. would beat Cad Bane. Um, and then you just have a bunch of randoms, you know, like, I mean, Yoda is, I put this, this version of Yoda, I'd probably put here, because like he's right old as fuck, yeah, he's old as hell, he's yeah. old as, where's younger Yoda, that's who I want to, that's who I want to place, do they even have younger oh, Yoda? Have yeah, Grogu, is, I'm not placing him, you don't know anything about Grogu. Then we got the Dark Lord of the System himself, young Gralpy Palpy. <laughs> he's gonna go right here. Yeah, so the same. He's our, when I say right here, I mean he's gonna go under Anakin and Luke. So so far, the when we talk about the most five or the top five most powerful characters in Star Wars, you got the brother, the Bendu one and two, then three, four, and five. You got and these for me it's three, 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 and five because they're tied. But Anakin, Luke, and then Palpatine. See what. The brother in the timeline of Star Wars. And I gotta put the sister up there too, actually, because I, I oh, mean, yeah, the yeah. sister is equally as powerful as the brother. And the sister's below him. The sister, I, I so think so. the sister proves that the dark side is more powerful, but. Um, she, yeah, so. I mean, these are actual gods of the Force, so it's kind of hard to. I mean, they're not like. They don't have. But the thing, it's hard to, like, rank them ahead of these other people because, like, they're not. They don't have any self interest outside of the brother, but, like, it doesn't even really make sense what the brother's self interest is. Yeah. He's more just like, he's just built differently. And then you got the hardest one to place, in my opinion, Kylo Ren. Because, like, you'd think he'd be better than Rey. But then Rey beats him. But he's also shot by a bowcaster, right? So it's hard to really place him. Um, I would personally put Kylo here. Right under Rey. Right under Rey. Even though I think he's a way cooler character than Rey and has more potential than Rey. Because Rey is just... I mean, Rey's got a lot of potential. She's a Palpatine, but like, I don't know. I think she's blinded by the fact that she's just trying to be something she's not. Yeah, I agree. Which is a Skywalker. Um, and you have someone like this, who's really confusing because although he's not super hard to place because he's not very powerful at all, you can put him like Padawan tier. Uh, actually, I'd probably put him low, low knight tier, which is the Grand Admiral Thrawn. It's not his power that makes him a force. It's his smarts. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's hard to put oh, them higher. Do they have Grievous? They do have Grievous. If that's someone you want me to place, yeah, you should place Grievous. Uh, where is the young Jedi? Well, because that'd be interesting to to place on because he was very tactical. Like the his here's, smartness here's was, General he was super super smart. For General Grievous's place, I'd probably put him here. Like right below Rebels Ahsoka. Right below, right below Rebels. I Ahsoka. think that's a good place yeah. too. Because he gave Obi Wan a pretty pretty rough time. Mm-hmm. Actually, I haven't even placed Obi-Wan yet. That's probably something oh, yeah, I should, should do. Yeah, do they have the young Obi-Wan and the older Obi-Wan? Yeah, too? they do. This is the Obi-Wan I would like to place. This is prime Obi-Wan. I think he goes right. He slots right in there. Yeah, I think that's... He's a, a high point. master. So he's... Uh, he's if, there, if, if you take out God tier, which because none of these people are actually gods. I think if you take out God tier, he's probably sixth in the power rankings. I'd have Anakin and Luke one and one, three Palpatine, four Vader. So so far, five Dooku and six Kenobi, just because uh, Dooku really handles Kenobi in Revenge of the Sith pretty easily, and uh, I don't think he. I mean, even though he technically be Anakin in, as Vader, I think Vader. I think we'll see in the in the Kenobi show how what the Vader Kenobi fight looks like, and yeah. based off that, I can move it around. Um. And I think that's mainly, I mean, I think from this, I mean, I think the last person, oh, quite, I think there's two, Qui-Gon, yeah. three more people I should place to maybe make a benchmark for others. Um, Definitely. Maybe important. four. Um, I think that 
Um, it's important to place Cal Kestis because for the video game lovers out there, I think he's right in this mid-tier night range. He could definitely, I'll give him a high night. He's, he's probably under Padawan, Anakin, and Ahsoka just because he's probably at the same power level as Boba Fett. I think Boba Fett would give him a lot of problems um, just because he doesn't really, I mean, he's faced Vader, but like he barely escaped with his life. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the really biggest issue is I think that he's not super powerful, but um, he's just uh, he's just an important character more than he's a powerful character. Definitely, yeah. I think that shows, too, that Star Wars, you don't need to be the most powerful to be a cool character. I think you just need to be important. And that's yeah. the hardest part. Is there, making, there needs to be, like, some, um, some characteristic uh, you have, that... You have to rank a mace. Sets you apart, almost. Mace is... Yeah, mace, would be. mace, I'd put here, I think... Um, Above Yoda? Not above Yoda, I think above original trilogy oh, yeah, Yoda. Because yeah. I think, I think Grandmaster Yoda, the actual Yoda, the the guy we see, the guy we see fight, um, Palpatine. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably a little higher up. I think he is. I don't think they have him in here. If you if you see him at any point, let me know. But yeah. I would put him. I'd put, uh, I'd put him here, above Darth Vader, okay. right behind Palpatine, and I think I'd put, uh, weird, I just saw a character I wanted to place, just for, oh, here's the Mandalorian, I think the Mandalorian is probably in this realm, this range, probably either better, a little better, a little worse than Boba Fett, Okay. I'll put him better just because I like him better, um, yeah. I don't, there's no real reason or thing behind it. Uh, Django Fett was another one I wanted to place. Mm-hmm. I think Django is probably higher than Cal because he gives Obi Wan a pretty good fit, uh, run for his money. Um, <laughs> I was like, it didn't want you to move it. I mean, you can honestly put Django Fett like here. I think. I think that's a good spot for Django. Yeah, Fett. I, I agree. I think it's a good spot. It's for like Django. right, right, right below. He's right in the same tier level as Prime Ezra, Padawan Anakin, Clone Wars Ahsoka, where yeah. she's not quite a Padawan, but she's not quite a knight. She's just kind of like there. I think that's where Django belongs. Um, there's a couple more, maybe one or two more I wanted to place just for reference for people. I have Kylo up there. Um, let's see, there's the Grand Inquisitor. There's... Um, yeah. I think that's, yeah, I mean, maybe that's it. I, mean, I think a clone should be a good one. These are the, this looks like, I think this looks like Rex and Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, Rex and Cody are probably in the same range as like uh, I'd say right around they're like probably a little worse than Boba Fett probably in yeah. that range probably worse than Boba Fett I'd say yeah me too and then um, I think that's it because you can't really rank Grogu oh yeah, I saw the, I saw the father somewhere that's what I wanted to place um so I have the brother and the sister up there already, and the father's obviously going to be up there. He held them down for a long time, so the father's probably the most powerful ever. I think this is him. Is this him? I know, it's so hard to tell. That's that. not him. The pictures are so uh, Where's the father? Well, wherever the... There he is. The father goes up to the very top. He is probably the most powerful person ever. But, so these are all gods. Like, they're not even really, like people with agendas they're just kind of like force guidance mm-hmm. he guides you to the dark side he guides you to be in the middle he guides she guides you to be the light side he guides you to the middle and then these are all the characters that actually are powerful yeah i think when you look at this you finally kind of learn like why boba fett didn't work out so well with the villains because his villains were probably less less than these hey, people should, yeah, do they, have any? They, don't, they don't have the pikes on here but yeah, so... The pikes would probably be what? What tier would you put the pikes the in? pikes and above Jar Jar are like Padawan tier. Yeah. That's why I think it was just difficult. But yeah, so um, the, I think the next question we're going to transition to Oh, was, yes. Uh, so the, I just recently finished watching The Bad Batch. Right. Just, I thought it was a good show. Um, I I think I, I, I liked it a lot just because I liked the, the concept. Like Order 66 was really interesting to me. So the whole concept of that and... Um, my question is, so Bad Batch is canon, mm-hmm. but what does it mean for, like, all clones? Since there was a group, of, since the Bad Batch, obviously, if you don't know the show, 
uh, revolves around uh, a batch of clones that were uh, like mutated in a way to make it so they didn't listen to orders, so they didn't really know what was going on when Order sixty six happened. So order, so order 66 is decided by uh, chips in your head. Yeah. So Captain Rex and the end of the Clone Wars to, uh, had Ahsoka take out his chip. So mm. that way he and her became friends. We're still friends. I forget. I, really, I can't believe I forgot. But I don't believe that the chips function. Either they, uh, they don't function in the Bad Batch, except so I, what I, slightly functions for, yeah. uh, what's his name? The Sniper. Um, uh, something shot or something. Something like that. Yeah. Um, cause, uh, they just, he doesn't function. I, I can't, for the life of me, can't remember his name. Yeah. Um, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. So it's, it's a pun about shooting. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he... His chip still works, and that's what causes him to go into his thing. But uh, so basically, clones were created in the envisioned in the body of Jango Fett. They're clones of him with chips put in him by direct order of Dooku and Palpatine, um, in order for them to be able to, whenever they want to control and control them, they can. Yeah. Order sixty six in particular is put. Uh, um, uh, order sixty six was put in to um uh basically murder all the jedi right yeah that was a specific order that one of the chips had in them Mm -hmm. but the chips you can control them with any way you wanted to specifically they use order 66 to kill the jedi um the bad batch had wrecker they had you you should probably know it had echo in it yeah it had um uh tech it had tech Hunter, and then there was one more. The, the, the it was one, the, the sniper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his name. I'll look it up. Yes, please. He was the guy who ends up joining the Empire because, mm-hmm. or not join. They're they're technically all the clones are technically part of the Empire. Anyone who doesn't listen to Order sixty six is now not crosshair. Funny. Crosshair, thank you. Crosshair is who I was thinking of. Did he? And when I first watched it, I was like, oh, dude, that guy is so sick. Crosshair is the coolest one. And then he, I was like, oh no, he's bad now. Um, and so for the clones, all this means is that if you have your chip in, it is literally impossible for you to not listen to it unless I mean, the strongest clone ever, which is Captain Rex, couldn't even not listen to it until Ahsoka knocked him out and took it out. Yeah. I mean, it is, and they're best friends, so it's really hard. It's like it's wired into them. It's wired. So there's nothing. They don't have a choice. They don't have. I mean, you see arcs in the Clone Wars of uh, you know fives trying to uh, warn the Jedi about this because he learns about it and, you know, they don't believe him. Um, and so, yeah, the, I mean, clones are just the coolest army ever. Oh my God. In so my cool. opinion. They're so sick. They're all Jango Fett and they're all bred to fight and there's some that are bred differently. Uh, Omega is obviously, if for any of you who don't know, she was genetically, she's genetically the same as Boba Fett except she's a girl. And her name is Omega because Omega is the last letter in the Greek alpha- alphabet, and she was the last of the mutants. Oh, I didn't know yep. that. That's cool. Yep. And so. Yeah. So. That's who Omega is. She is basically. I mean, for without all the scientific stupid explanations, she basically is Boba Fett's twin sister, or I guess wouldn't say twin, little sister. Yeah. Genetically, they're twins, but in age, they're different. Yeah. So. So it's the same same kind type of qualities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. She's a first generation. Exactly, and some people think she might be force sensitive. They might incorporate that. I that would be. That, so cool. I think that'd be really cool. That'd be really awesome. Um, because I can see that throughout the show, she has she has like a she has a good sense of what's happening. I think she so. has a good sense of that type of stuff. And I love the way she calls it. She calls her own name Omega. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and yeah. So then I, you had one more question. Oh yeah. So um, a question about Anakin's dad. So I watched a video recently talking about. Um, what George Lucas thought. I'll let you explain that more. But um, yeah, just Anakin's dad in general. So yeah, Anakin doesn't have a dad. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he like in religious texts, uh, some people, uh, whether that's Christianity or others, are born without fathers, mm-hmm. or I guess without, not without fathers, but without you know, they were born of without the energy. Conceiving. Yes. Yeah. He was born of the energy of the Force. Anakin was born of the energy of the Force. 
and it's pretty crazy <laughs> because we don't know exactly what I mean some people think Palpatine was behind it some people think that um, that Darth Plagueis Palpatine's master was behind it I think the coolest way to make this happen was if Darth Dimension Darth Vader made it because he can go through the multiverse and he can go back in time that would be he created he himself. created himself that'd be crazy he's not making himself be bad he would be um he would be creating himself because he could see in the future that he brings balance to the balance to the force and that's why he created himself and that'd be so cool to me, that would be the most sick thing ever. He would be uh, contemplate. He'd see the future, see the past, and see that it was worth his life was worth taking, worth the pain and suffering to to, to deny Palpatine his life. And I think that it it's very similar to I don't know. You, I'm assuming you, you don't watch anime, but Attack on Titan. I've seen some Attack on Titan. Uh, basically, the main character. Inherits a titan that you can see the past and pre past and future memories of all the other people who had inherited that titan mm -hmm. and um, So he was controlling his own father's thoughts before he was even born And so to me if Star Wars did anything like that word Anakin created himself Vader created. I mean, I, mean, I think that, that makes a case for Vader to, and Anakin to be the most powerful ever. I mean, to create your own, create yourself from the Force. I mean, because no, knowing what ends up happening, I think that's beautiful. To me, if you could somehow make the sequels like a positive thing instead of kind of, if you can make the sequel so it doesn't ruin Anakin's legacy, I think it's perfect. Mm -hmm. I think Vader creating himself through the dark dimension would be perfect. However, I don't think that's what George Lucas thought. I think George Lucas thought Plagueis slash Palpatine was in charge of it. Yeah, see, the the, the thing I watched about it was um, someone interviewed George Lucas and George Lucas was talking about it. Mm -hmm. And he said George Lucas wanted um, Palpatine. It was a combination of just their, the amount of... Like, so they, they what wanted they, to take over the force. So, they, so Plagueis thought... Palpatine had to use midichlorians to manipulate life, whether to heal, to create, whatever. So they use technically, in George Lucas's interview, like you said, he thought Palpatine and Pla Plagueis did it. Now that's not canon, though. Yeah. What George Lucas says technically, it's hard to play. If he's talking about the actual canon, then you can almost. I, I think it's hard to. It's hard to interpret. It's hard because it's like yes, that was George Lucas's plan, but it's not George Lucas's anymore. Well, not because of that. It's yeah. more or less mostly because it was his plan, but nowhere does it like does it show it. Yeah. And that's it's hard though because when when you talk about power levels, mm -hmm. George Lucas says Anakin or uh, sorry that Luke is the most powerful. But from what we can see, Anakin's a lot more powerful. Yeah. However, if you look at legends or if you look at what Lucas says, I mean it's clearly Luke. Luke's creating dimensions of portals in the universe, sucking in black holes worth of imp imperial starships. Like, it's hard to argue that. However, in the canon, mm -hmm. we don't. I mean, outside of Mandalorian season two, we don't see Luke do anything like that. Yeah. Right. And so, it's hard. I think that once Lucas comes out, I think he'd have to come out with a firm. Anakin was born via Palpatine. Because I don't think he's said it. Like, he's like, this is what I want. Like, I think in my idea, maybe. I think that's why he's firm with who's the most powerful in Star Wars. He's not firm with how Anakin was born. Yeah. And so I think that you can still, there's still room to play with it. I think if you're going to make the decision, you consult him and think, there's these options, what do you want? And then you say Palpatine, Plagueis, Darth Dimension, whatever the case may be, then you can work with that. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that's uh, that's probably everything. Yeah. I think that was a good show. I think that was very informative. I think that was probably one of the most informative shows we've had so far. Yeah. I think we, we have to catch up for the last two weeks. I think there's a lot to learn in Star Wars. And uh, yeah, I think we're packing in a lot because obviously we missed the last couple weeks with COVID. But mm -hmm. I think there's a, this was very helpful for hopefully a lot of you out there who Definitely. are just learning about Star Wars, getting into it. This probably, I mean, there's a lot that we talked about that was probably a little deep into the Star Wars knowledge that you may, may not be for a surface level Star Wars fan. But 
I mean, that's for the, if you have any questions, you can always, you know, write in whatever whatever Definitely, you guys yeah. want. You know, just uh, just if you ever have any questions, you know, you gotta let us know. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think awesome. that's a it's a good place to end it. Yeah, I think that's good. So overall, good episode. Uh, next Saturday we should have another episode. Yeah, next Saturday. Um, so yeah, look out for that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and uh, watch out for Kenobi and watch out for yeah. Skywalker Saga. Like lots Star Wars. of lots of lots of season of Pod Racer episodes on that. Yeah, comes we'll out too. definitely be reviewing the video games and we'll we'll review every piece, every piece of Star Wars content that's canon that comes out or that's part of you know the main main thing that's going on. We'll be covering. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.